first time having video. Cool. Don't don't get all cheesy on me. <laughs> oh my god, you're smiling at me. So before this podcast gets all heavy and mellow, uh, can we cheers? Cheers to our first time having video. Yeah. Hopefully none of the cameras falls. Hopefully they're all aligned. Henry got me grape soju because he's racist. Wow. Yeah. I got strawberry soju because I'm a soft boy. Well, I thought you were going to go with <clears throat> like pink, but... Chum Churum, sponsor us. Will they? I don't fucking know. I doubt it. All right, cool. So we're back in the second greatest city in the world. Wow. Okay. First off, uh, we're back in the first great, first greatest city <laughs> in the number one city in the world, New York City. I don't know about all that, buddy. I'm taking over for the intro. Guys, welcome to another episode of Till Good Game Do His Part. It's your boy, uh, Henry, a.k.a. Medium Ugly, joined, well, not joined, but as always with the voluptuous, talented... All right, let me cut you off. <laughs> don't call me voluptuous. That was... I'm already fat. I know. But what happened to young Chipotle? That's what I'm really... No, no, I've changed it now. Where did, where did you get this medium I'm ugly? Medium, I'm medium ugly now. Does the rating of ugly, is it now like the the way you cook steak? Is there like a rare medium? All right. So the theory behind medium ugly is like being medium ugly means you're not hot. So people have to like you for your personality off the get go. But some people still find you pretty cute and they'll like date you and shit and do whatever. But you stay humble because every now and then you'll wake up in the morning and be like, oh, medium ugly and now I would take a sip of my not sponsored soju interesting did you come up with that yourself or no it's not on Instagram oh wow you're so you're a you're a content thief is what you're telling me I'm sure joking. I'm, joking. I'm gonna steal 80% of your revenue all right let's not go there <laughs> let's, let's not get there just yet because your boy has been like reading over this shit now and like everyone's like, oh, <clears throat> trying to take sides, even though there's really no side to take. Hashtag but I'll get the contract, you know. But I'll get there. Where do you want to start? Because there wasn't outside of this contract stuff. Not much has happened. Oh, actually, that's not true. About like two or three hours ago, I think it's World Health Organization. Yes. Added gaming disorder which, to their what is it? ID eleven. Yeah. Which is, falls under. Behind ga- uh, or gambling addiction, or, or, yeah, or DCM, whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't. I, so so by, I think it's by twenty. I think it's twenty twenty two. Yeah, gaming addiction will be a real thing that's going to be classified. Um, which I think, I think the 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 biggest issue is that people are going to see gaming addiction and they're going to be like, that's fucking stupid. Um, but gaming addiction actually really, uh, like many other addictions lies in a lot of other psycholog- psychosocial, psychological things yeah. uh, that are buried underneath it. So it's the idea of, well, yes, you may have an addiction to gaming, drinking, sex, gambling, whatever. It's the idea that um, there are other deep-rooted issues that need to be sorted out first. Because you could stop doing all those stuff, uh, things, like you could stop gaming, you could stop whatever. Um, but if you have a trigger point, you're always going to go back to those things. So I think that's what a lot of people are not going to understand, that addiction in itself is actually a coping mechanism 
and it's an escape from being uh from from various triggers in the world um especially like depression anxiety um stuff like that and uh and i think it's 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 good because i think it's going to start to bring light to more mental health issues yeah because there are a lot of gamers and content creators and stuff that do have very big um like mental health issues that you know they kind of don't want to talk about as much uh, but th- thankfully, the past couple of years, a lot more content creators have become more forward with that stuff. How how do you think, because I even see people joking about it on Twitter already, how frequently do you think this will get abused? Because with the amount of hours that people are putting into streaming and gaming, they could easily... They can sit, they can pretty much come out and say, I have evidence that I'm addicted. I'm I have evidence you can that also I'm say like You can also say that like a lot of streamers do are addicted because or they're using gaming, their addiction to gaming as a as an escape away from a lot of other things. You'll have those Twitch streamers that will be like, Oh, I'm not streaming today, I'm not streaming for a couple days, I have too much anxiety, I have too much this, I have too much this on my plate. And that's that's actually clear 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 and present proof that there that there is something underlying going on. Yeah. Um and there are a lot of Twitch streamers and stuff like that who get into streaming because it's an escape, and mm-hmm. then it it ends up being that it they're able to have a um, they're able to pay off a cost of living with this, um, with with the gaming and streaming. But do you think it'll get abused? Oh, hundred percent. Um, I don't think by people who are gamers are necessarily going to believe uh, do it. I think there is going to be a lot of especially with younger kids, a lot of parents who are going to be like, my son has gaming addiction and I have to take away his games and da 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 And he doesn't probably. Probably he's just a normal fucking kid yeah. who just likes playing video games, but parents are going to be able to use it as an excuse to be like, oh, this is the reason why you can't play video games and this and this and this. Like, you have this. Yeah. No, real addiction comes from a, from deep-seated, like, personal trauma, emotional trauma, physical trauma, and it's a coping mechanism. Could, um, could you see uh, pharmaceuticals somehow creating this magical pill that will stop you from gaming and like taking advantage of people that have this disorder no but i can definitely see uh people starting to be prescribed like other things so that they don't because there are a lot of anti anti depression meds that that people take that they don't necessarily they don't make you happy they don't make you sad they just kind of make you feel just like completely voidless like nothing so life and you just don't want to do it you just you're just like you're not here you're not here you're right in the middle and you just don't want to and be like game you don't have like a passion to be like oh i want to do this you're just kind of just like i don't really want to do anything this is my life i'm okay with it that's um, fucking sad yeah so dude, it I turns mean, you it essentially turns you into like a robot or i guess a vegetable uh not so much a vegetable but i would say more so of a robot um because there's some i i i've had many people report like or even like personal experience of people just being like yeah i was on da 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 medicine for for like four five six months and like i i didn't cry for five six months i didn't feel sad but i also didn't feel happy i just felt mer. so um and you know i could see a lot of people being prescribed that and that for whatever underlying symptoms they have related mm-hmm. to gaming addiction and then them being like i don't want to game anymore I don't have a passion. I don't have this. I'm just going to do my life and be me. Interesting. 
Yeah, I just thought I would bring that up since I just was reading it while I was waiting for you to get here. And I know you're a nurse, so I thought it would be interesting to get your take on it. Because, I, again, I think there will be people that um, abuse it to some extent, whether that be somehow getting their hands on some type of medical drug or just I don't think you'll be able to get a disability check, but definitely using it to s- somehow to your advantage within society, whether that be. I can see there being rehabs. I can definitely there seeing being like rehabs for gaming addiction. I can see a lot of like oh like retreats. I can see a lot of like gaming retreats. Like oh well, um, my nose itch is so bad. We're on camera, so I can't like (laughs) I can't go ham on it. (laughs) Sorry, man. Um, Seeing a lot of like uh, retreats, like oh, escape from from the four walls of your addiction. Escape from. The console escape walk away from the mouse and the pc and experience the outside world so that's not rehab that's just camp <laughs> that's just camp that's literally just going to camp hey you want to uh go stay well of course obviously like the retreats would have like <laughs> therapy sessions and group sessions and stuff like that like all addiction places have mm. um you know of course there might not be a medications involved because some um some uh, rehab centers have you have especially alcoholics uh, taking Librium and stuff like that, so that they can they can fight off all the bad quote unquote well not quote unquote but just the bad um, side effects of alcohol withdrawal, um, tremor, shakes, stuff like that, hallucinations. I don't really think that uh, I don't think for gaming addiction you're going to be having that. You might have so much like of an increased anxiety. Of being like, I'm away from my console, I'm away from my keyboard and mouse, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. And that's all, it's also the idea of, in the same vein as like gambling addiction, where it's like, there's no thrill right now, I don't have a thrill, I don't have like a boss fight, blah, 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 I don't have like this or this or this, I'm not in the competitive game of something. Interesting. Also, I apologize, I'm so nasally, and I sound... um, yeah, you man, you look like sh- no. I'm joking. <laughs> have you ever seen the? Uh, have you ever seen like the thing where like people are like, why do people sound like more attractive when they're sick? I have not. You really like you, your voice gets like deeper, and you're just like, "Hello, how are you?" <laughs> and it's like if I didn't feel if like if my head wasn't like built up to the sinuses with pressure, I'd be like walking around town like doing like the the Spider Man three, Spider-Man three, the Spider Man three. Which real quick, uh, that's that's a good movie. No, it really was. Go rewatch it. No, you go rewatch it. I did. I watched it last week with my roommate. Oh, you're disgusting. I walked into his room and I was like, "What you watch?" He's like, "Spider Man 3. and I was like, Psh, "Fuck yeah!" Judge him, please. I mean, the ending is a fucking catastrophe. But that scene, Peter Parker, like, look, camera right here, just. Okay, outside of that scene, that movie was terrible. Whatever. I just realized, like. This being our first like video, and we have Soju, but like the brands are like facing the camera, and we're like not getting paid. So uh, you know, where's our just water bottles, man? <laughs> I need the just water sponsorship. I'm trying to save the environment. I mean, again, when are we gonna get eco-friendly esports jerseys, huh? <laughs> save the environment, guys, and drink your water. Again, Chum Chum, sponsor us if you wanna. We'll have like the just water here and then the chum chum right here. What what uh? What? Or they send us like just water sends us like a big ass like just block out everyone like a picture of just like the with the spigoted shit and we just constantly just go. Tss. 
Oh, and it's like and a they just wouldn't get the like, camera. Like the Gatorade thing, but it's made out of like paper and like the sugar cane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and then like when it's done, we just like break it off and it like biodegrades out in the streets of New York, the greatest city in the in the world. All right. We're not gonna we're not gonna push that narrative. Second, third, yeah. But first, what about all that? What's first for you? Uh Nova. Yeah, Northern fucking Virginia. Actually, what is the for you? What would be? What would you consider like the top gaming, uh, like esports? Or are we gonna go with LA? Is LA like the top esports? Like, um, like esports capital? Yeah, it's up. It's LA without a doubt. And yeah. that's just because. And I don't. It's not even. It, it's fair because everything is there, but I think it's unfair that we had to fall on that because it was too easy because everyone is already there from YouTube and Hollywood. Well, I think that's why it was an easier, it's an easier, um, it was just an easier way to get in because it was like, you know what, we have all this shit. I mean, like the Blizzard studio, I wasn't it used to be like a studio for like, like TV or some shit like that? Or did they build that from the ground up? I don't remember. But I feel like they sure they just that. had the pieces in place for, uh, well, out, out, stuff. Out, well, LA has always been essentially the gaming capital as far as like developers and publishers because studios have been there. But I feel like now that gaming is in the mainstream, I'm going to have to fucking sneeze. <laughs> and it's on camera. Yeah. Okay. I think I pushed it back or it just went away. Um, um, because I feel like because uh, publishers and studios a large amount of them were already in LA and like on the West coast. It just was easier for that. Um, but I feel like now that gaming is in the fourth or is mainstream or is the mainstream, uh, people in LA and content creators and that being that capital. And there was just a shift to it. It just made it way easier for everyone to be like, Hey, I'm moving to LA for this job. Hey, I'm moving to LA for yeah, this yeah. job. And it's like, yeah, I mean, our, our lovely friend and friend of the show, Shadosha, he always, he's like, I gotta go back to LA. But I, he goes back to LA for different reasons outside of gaming because we all know he hates esports. Yes. But real quick, uh, I just want to point out to this camera right here. Hey, what's up? That um, Troy <laughs> almost said the forefront, and I am so triggered whenever someone says the forefront of something. But I correct him. I know you did, but I'm just calling you out on it. <laughs> I mean, it is at the forefront of everyone's face, I guess, at this point. For some reason, I almost said phase and almost. He almost oh, started. He almost started yelling. No, we should get into some other topics before. Let's get into uh, the DreamHack Valencia females, women's CSGO tournament. All right, so you're going to have to brief me on this because I don't have the docket in front of me, so I didn't read a lot of the articles. I, I mostly read a lot of the, mostly because I was, I'm interested in health. I read, I read about gaming addiction. I read about the phase stuff, but we're going to have to, you know. Let me put up. The link on my phone because I actually don't have Wi-Fi out here, so I can't pull wow, the what article. What fucking lure. Well, all right. What I'll kind find. of guy just? Who's this guy? Oh, I need Wi-Fi. How the fuck else am I supposed to pull up the article? Huh? Somebody doesn't so, have LT. <laughs> Dreamhack has partnered with Zowie mm-hmm. in esport management to launch Dreamhack Showdown, an all-female Counter-Strike global offensive tournament. No, we all about to get our asses rocked. <laughs> The inaugural female tournament is set to take place in DreamHack Valencia, July 5th to the 7th. That would be lit to be in Spain. Where the prize pool... What's the date? July 5th to the 7th. Guess we're going to fucking Spain. I wish. We can. I'm I'm, I got vacation. I'm Let's broke. Go. 
Never mind. Uh, the prize pool is a hundred and hundred thousand dollars. Okay, could be more, but all right. I'm sorry, but can I just? I, I'm I'm gonna cut you off. Um, yo, esports organizers, when are we gonna? You have organizations that are like literally a hundred thousand dollars of prize money is nothing now. Taking taking, I think third place or fourth place in the Overwatch League overall season gets you a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, but you also have to look at the number of sponsors that Overwatch League has compared to DreamHack. Shout out to Bud Light. DreamHack. Oh, speaking of which, just randomly off kind of topic, but also major news. Um, Miller Lite sponsored Complexity. Oh, yeah. Because Complexity is now owned by Dallas. Yeah. And Dallas is sponsored by Miller Lite. Yeah. So, yeah. So... How do I feel? How do you feel about this all gamer CS:GO tournament? You know, there's only one one right answer. Well, for me, yes, because I'm always happy when there are female-driven tournaments because it gives them a space and platform to perform where the focus is on them and their gameplay, not. Oh, they lost because these guys are just better than them. And here's the thing, and I don't think anybody, I don't, not that I'm saying not everybody, but I think a majority of people in the gaming community and esports community don't realize females are fucking competitive and will shit on your life. And the reason I know this is because I played fucking, I played football and soccer growing up as a kid and I played and I did a little bit of rugby in college and females are fucking competitive as shit. Yeah. They are fierce as anybody, and everybody's just like, oh, girls shouldn't be in gaming. First off, have you ever seen a girl's soccer game? I actually prefer the female World Cup. Girls literally be running there. around with broken noses just bleeding out of their like mouth and their nose. And, like, and they're just like, going back and in. like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Oh, I'm going to take that penalty? Let me take that penalty. <clears throat> there is fewer dives in um, in female soccer than male soccer. Yeah. Like, you'll see Cristiano run out on the goddamn floor, like, uh, uh, and females should be like... They'll actually get hit and just be like, that shit, like, I'm getting up. Like, I mean, like, a lot of people would be like, oh, but you ever see male hockey players? Fucking, if you if there was, like, a female, like, NHL, you would see, like, just getting their eye, like, ripped out, and then they'll be like, so we playing again? <laughs> like, nobody understands how competitive, how competitive females are, I feel like. Um, and I know we had, we had a guest a little while ago, that episode never came out. But um, homegirl was like tough as shit. Like she was very, very nice, very cordial, very polite. Was on the show. Like unfortunately, the episode couldn't come out for other reasons. But I like homegirl could probably throw down. I'm not gonna say her name just because I don't want to spoil it. But homegirl could throw the fuck down if she needed to. I think the biggest thing when it comes to women gaming, it um, especially in team focused like sports. Mm-hmm is like the cattiness that comes with it. I don't want to speak too much about this because we don't have a fem- a woman here to like chime but, in. But here's the thing, like men are catty too. They are, but it... No, 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 don't men, even be like, but men, no, no. Men, no, no, no. Men to an extent can put the cattiness aside when no, they're, they when they're, when they're playing. No, when they're they playing. can't. What? You've Kevin, been a, Kevin Garnett literally told Carmelo Anthony that his wife tasted like Cheerios. They continued to play the game, and then after the game was over, he was like, I'm going to catch you at the locker room. Carmelo Anthony waited outside the bus 
They put it aside. They played the game. But when the when the game was over, he was outside waiting okay, for Kevin Garnett. I just Garnett. need to say something. Women will like I fight just, right then and there on the I spot. I just need to say something. Um, a, have you ever seen an NHL game? Yes. We could go get tickets to an Islanders or a Rangers game tonight. Oh, I'm not go- you're, we'll go. Well, well go. how are we going to do that? Because the the Stanley Cup is over. All right. I'm and here. I'm not going to a Rangers game. They're the rivals of the Wizards, or not Wizards, the Capitals. First off. And the Islanders, I don't like them only because know, of my history We teacher. all know the Capitals are trash, but anyways. I mean, they're kind of fluke out. But, they just got knocked out of the first <clears> round. But. First off. I'm trying to remember the point that I was making. Uh, you were probably about to mention something about Carmelo or Kevin Garnett telling Carmelo Anthony that his wife looks like, like Cheerios. Cheerios. Okay. Yes, it is disrespectful. That is extremely disrespectful. And here's the thing. <laughs> oh, actually, he said his wife tastes like Honey Nut Cheerios, to be correct. Oh. Here's the thing. Men will low-key say some fucked up shit. Like, they'll be like, oh, we buried it aside, but we don't care. They'll say some fucked up shit. And then they'll go about their business. Women air that shit out right away. Yeah, but that's the issue. Like in the middle of a hundred thousand dollar tournament, you want to like fight me right now? Like we got money on the line to win. Versus where it's like, hey, we can argue about this on the court, but like let's put it aside, let's finish the game, win or lose, and then we can scrap. Okay, but I'm gonna bring up. I'm gonna bring up. Um, put your bank account on it. Put your bank account on it. What about that incident? I'm not. I'm not, see. Okay, this. You're, this is, I think we're getting mixed up. I'm not saying men aren't catty. Right. They are, 100%. But when it comes down to when it happens and how often it happens, it's usually not during the game. Yeah, there's trash talk during the game, but the the actual situation or problem will get brought up afterwards and like, all right, now that this match is over, let's throw hands. But women will be like, fuck, like, fuck this. Like, no, right now. Like, we got to solve this right now I mean but I don't even think it's like trying to again I don't want to talk too much about this because we don't have a woman here and I feel like we need to have a woman here to have this in depth oh you guys are catty conversation because then it's going to come off as very sexist I mean it's just Troy <laughs> I'm just saying that also like any any female streamers content creators just come on the show and, and just put us in our place please all right, I don't want to get put in my place, but okay. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> but I, I, again, I do support it. I want to see more of it because, again, I feel like it gives yeah, them absolutely. a platform to play and showcase their skill. And it, and again, it showcased their skill, not in comparison to their counterparts, where it's like, oh, well, they lost this match or this round to these this all male team because they're female. Versus like, oh, they actually lost the match because, you know, they had poor positioning or, uh, you know, whatever loadout they were using just wasn't well for the map. That they yeah, were yeah. On. Like the excuse will never be they didn't perform or their performance wasn't because of something they did in game or their performance in game. It'll always be like the males are just better because of reaction speed and all this other Have stuff. Have you ever... Um there was an article, I forgot who published it, but a couple a couple weeks back, they, they published an article on, on Gregory. Gregory is a, the only female player in the Overwatch League. She plays for Shanghai Dragon. She's an off tank. Um, and they were like, they were like, meet the only female and the only female in the Overwatch League. When do you think we're going to start straying away from that? Do you feel like it's we're going to stray away, stray away from that when we just have more females in e, in esports, more prominent females in esports and stuff like that? Or do you feel like we're always going to be like, meet the girl of the blah, blah, blah? 
once uh, I think that goes away once we just have more women in gaming playing at a competitive level, um, whether it be in the same realm as men or not. Um, I'm really trying hard to not say male and female because apparently that offends people. If if that's why if you're trying to figure out why I'm going back and forth between them, just random male and thought. female or men what people get offended if you say female versus women. It's yes, something they do. I've noticed, but that, I'm trying so hard to say women instead of female. But I'm I'm digressing. No, your pronouns. Um, I think I think that goes away once there are more women in the competitive realm, or once there are more women centric tournaments. Like when we see more DreamHack. I think I think once we start having more females that are once more, I think once we go from just having only like not not so much only male tournaments, but exclusively female tournaments to having co-ed tournaments where you're having more female gamers and stuff like that. And that's I think the, that's what's going to change. That's the big thing is right now the major tournaments aren't only for men. Like women can compete. It's just yes, they do they they might either one they don't sign up and don't play. Yeah. Or the ones that do there might be issues within the team where they don't perform the best or they do perform and then they end up losing to the, you know, they end up losing and getting outplayed because of a team that has better practice or just yeah. better skill But more set. people are going to look at it as, uh, I think we have to get away from the culture of, oh, it's an all male team. That's why they won. That's the yeah. biggest issue is that we still, we as a gaming culture still be like, oh, well, that's an all male team. That's why they won. We, we legit need, I'm going to say a good two to three tournaments where women sign up have a decent showing. I'm going to say the first one, we need we need women to show up and actually sign up and play and compete. We need that to happen all the time, for one. But we need a good two to three times for them to place really, really well for that conversation to then shift. Do you think it ever will? Because if you think about it, look at the WNBA. Have you ever been to a WNBA game? Yes. Is it way better than an NBA game? No. Why? Not because of the players, not because of the game, but because of the support. Yeah. Because of the ambiance is different. But I feel like esports is different. Do you? Please. Because go. the re- and part of the reason the esports is esports as a whole is different is because a WNBA game you go for one night. People are like, oh, it's women's basketball. I'm not going to go watch that. I'll watch that home. Esports, you have an entire weekend. People are going to show up regardless because it's like, all right, this is a part of the event. I'm coming here. Whether whether they want to be there to support or because they're going for whatever game they're going to watch, there will be support there. And when people see how competitive the games will be, they're going to be there to cheer. And then at that point, there won't be a question of, like, oh, well, people show up to women of, you know, focused esport events because, again, you're getting a whole weekend or maybe like leagues where you're watching the whole thing. Yeah. We're, we're just now starting to see the, hey, do you want to go to one or two LCS games? Hey, do you want to go see an Overwatch game? Hey, do you want to go see a PUBG game? Even then, you go for a day, you're still watching multiple games. Yeah. And I think that's what makes a difference. You, you have a, a full day experience versus a one night experience where... Again, but and also you have to look at the scale of popularity when it comes to uh, 
men in traditional sports. Yeah. Those are broadcast way more than women traditional sports. So you have people that come out of country to see these guys play yeah. versus where you won't have many people come from other countries, other states, other cities to see the women play because they don't know who they are. I feel like in esports that's very different because again, you have an entire weekend or week to watch an event and you seeing that and being like, all right, well, there's no FGC match going on right now. There's no Call of Duty match going on. Let me go watch these women play CSGO. And then you're there sitting in the crowd because you're, again, you're a fan of the game and then you become a fan of that team and then you probably become a fan of the individuals. And I feel like that's why women in gaming is different than women in traditional sports because you, you're gathering for multiple games not yeah. just one solo sport to support one solo team this is why i love recording in person because <laughs> because because the other person across from you can see how passionate you are and you're like fuck yeah i agree with you i prefer recording in person outside of it like what you just said but also because when i've been recording on discord i hear myself talking and that's why I've been talking a lot slower. And you're just like, I sound like a fucking douche. No, it's more of I sound, I hear an echo. Yeah, yeah, no. So I'm like. It's the, um, what, what was that thing back in the day? Uh, the del- Oh, speech jammer. Yeah. It's almost the same idea of the speech jammer. Yeah, so it like throws me off because I'm like, I'm hearing myself. So, but I don't want to. So are we, are we ready to get it? Are we ready for your big rant or do you want to get into some other topics? <laughs> oh, he's ready. Guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break this down real quick. So there's a, been a lot of going on. Tfue, uh, if you guys don't recall, quick recap, very quick recap. Tfue recently um, uh, put out a statement that he was suing FaZe Clan for unlawful, an unlawful contract. Basically saying that they were taking um, 80% of his own revenue, or they essentially were attempting to take 80% of his own revenue. FaZe Clan fired back saying that they were only taking, out of all of that, they only took $60,000. Um, FaZe Banks, the owner of FaZe, has come out saying like, yeah, the contract was fucked up. People were, um, I had shitty people running my company. Um, but again, I helped this kid, I helped Tifu to start him. I helped him get where he is. Um, and we only took $60,000. Everything else he has made, 100% of everything else has gone to him. Tifu responded with a very brief, well, not brief, but a video basically saying, yeah, and it ended two up minutes, it was about brief. two Com- minutes. Compared to the 20 minutes that Banks gave Tifu, listen, I'm, I'm letting you go off in like two seconds. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting you in the cage. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So uh, Tifu essentially came out with a brief video basically saying, you know what, like I'm still going through with everything, but please release the contracts. Release the contracts, show exactly what the hell you want. It was trending on Twitter, hashtag release the contract. Phase responded, we're going to be releasing the contract, we're going to be going through it, and it ended up being leaked, and we ended up seeing a whole bunch of tea, tea was spilt everywhere. Tifu was spilt. Tifu was spilt. A lot of people took some sides for banks, a lot of people took sides for Tifu, or not even just banks, but just FaZe Clan in general. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people arguing that, um, you know, banks really wasn't at fault, that he essentially was you know he always tried his best to do his best for his team and for his players um a lot of people saying that tifu should have fucking known what he was getting into because he physically signed the contract and just because he was like a kid or whatever um 
doesn't mean that he shouldn't have had lawyers reading it. Last week we talked about on the show that every esports player, every even every content creator who signs a, a contract should always have um, lawyers involved and should have them proofread everything because mm-hmm. there's a bunch of fucking mumbo jumbo that I don't know, Troy doesn't know, and you think like an 18 year old kid getting signed to Philadelphia Fusion or whatever knows? No, nobody knows. Uh, Philadelphia Fusion was just an example, guys. So I'm going to let Troy go off because he... Do you know something that we don't know? No, I don't know anything. Okay, okay. okay. Um, I'm going to let Troy go off uh, because he has been waiting. He's been prepping. Homeboy had notes. And I'm going to clear my throat, take a sip of soju, and then we're going to let him go. All right. So I have a few, like, major points that I want to, like, go over really quick before I even do a deep dive into anything else, right? Did FaZe present... Tifu with a fucked up contract. Yes. Did Tifu sign that contract? Yes. Did FaZe either either and or boost or accelerate Tifu's career? Yes. Did FaZe handle the situation? Or let me not just say FaZe. Did FaZe or Tifu handle the situation? Poorly. Yes, they both did. So with that being said, there is no reason that FaZe should be taking this lawsuit personally. Everyone who's come out and said anything from FaZe's point of view, it has all come out as this isn't a personal attack on me and everyone at FaZe. FaZe is a business. There's nothing personal about it. A business. Tifu is suing a business. With that being said, Tifu doesn't owe anyone any explanation or heads up that, hey, I'm suing a business. It doesn't make sense. All that does is allow you to prepare yourself for whatever he has coming. So I'm going to go down like this little timeline thing of notes that I have, right? And it's, I have, the thing is, I more have questions. I need another sip of soju. No, you might need to take the whole, you might even need to finish mine. (laughs) But the the thing is, I have more questions than I do like, oh, this side or that side is right or this side is wrong, this side is wrong. Let me preface this by saying, I'm not on either side, but if I had to choose a side, I am siding with Tifu. Mainly because I am always going to be on the side of the players having the the best outcome because the organizations are companies and businesses and they will always have money, lawyers, and sponsorship backing them. And I want the best for the players. So let me preface this conversation or this rant by saying that I don't take either one side because I feel like they're both handling it poorly. But if I had to pick a side, it would be Tifu. So this rant might seem biased toward FaZe, but it's more going to be biased because Tifu has not said much. <clears throat> I did not watch his first stream back the other day when he started streaming, but he has not said much outside of the two-minute video that he released and whatever his lawyer said in the uh, Hollywood Reporter article that was put out. And... I did read the contract. I literally spent all day reading it because I was trying to make sure, like you, you just said, we we don't know what the fucking contracts. We're not lawyers. Yep. 
So I try to read it to my best, the best of my ability to understand it. And again, there was still some confusing stuff, even just reading it over multiple times. So again, get lawyers, have them read over it. Boom. So I'm going to start with the dear, the dear Tifu video that Banks put out, right? In the video, he stated that Fates Clan earned 60000 from <clears throat> Tifu, right? That's misleading information because that 60K was not what was earned from Tifu. It was $300,000 because that 60K, if I'm not mistaken, was 20% of what they collected from Tifu from the, the brand deals, mm -hmm. right? So for FaZe to come out, or excuse me, not FaZe, if for banks to come out and say, hey, we only earned 60K from Tifu is misleading because you earned more, but you only collected 60K from it. So the work, now if he misworded himself, cool, per I understand. He was very emotional at the time he released that video. I perfectly understand it. But if he was not, and he came out and said, hey, we only, earned 60k from tifu versus we collected 60k from tifu that's fucked up because now he's misleading the public and i feel like personally that phase is again taking this very personal and they're to some extent playing the victim and they're playing victim because they know if they had the the public on their side it doesn't hurt them as much even though this le is a legal battle so that 60K that Banks said that they collected from Tifu came from uh, two brand deals. Again, Tifu's contract was a $80 or excuse me, 80% split to FaZe and a 20% split to Tifu. But in Banks' video, he says that FaZe only took 20% and Tifu got 80 but if his contract says he can only get up to 20%, like, did they just free willingly give him that extra 60% or <clears throat> did that 60% disappear? Because they, like, it, again, it, it in his contract, it says he can only, or I don't know if it says he can only get up to 20%. Like, I don't know if you, if they're feeling generous, they can give you more than 20%. I'm pretty sure they can. But again, his contract was in favor of Fades when it came to brand deals that they brought into him. I think it's also the idea of um, if he did get that 80%, um, it's starting to feel like everyone came across it to being like, we're a family. We do that stuff for our family. And it came from this idea of, oh, as family, we're giving you this. You deserve this. Yeah. You family. <clears throat> I do have a point about that that family shit, by the way. No, we can we can actually get into that now before I continue down this dear um, Tifu. Because that's part of my issue as well, the whole this is family. Because if you are so passionate about calling this guy your homie, your brother, your family, why would you have him sign would you this give contract? Him a terrible contract. Exactly. That's why the thing is, why would you be like, oh, we're it's like it's like if you and I started a business. And we were like, we're, we're, you know, you and I are good friends. We've been friends for like three years now, two years, whatever. And we started a podcast together. We maybe turned into a business. And we were like, yo, we're boys. But. You're going to sign this fucked up contract? You're going to see this fucked up contract. I'm going to get 90%. You're going to get 10%. Would the response be, yeah, we're family? Fuck no. No. Because if you were really family, you'd be able to talk about that in an open format. And be like. This is a fucked up contract, and you know it. 
Don't try to sell me this bullshit that, oh, we're family. You know, don't sell me that fucking Fast and the Furious, Vin Diesel, Paul Walker <laughs> bullshit, okay? Like, when it comes, like, even if it's family, a business is a business. And you have to understand, everybody needs to get what, they, what they're due. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say, and I'm going to let you go. No, and, and I'm, I'm exactly in the same position as you. <clears throat> Again, I don't know... Tifu's relationship with Banks or Banks' is, well, thanks to this video, we know Bank, what, what Banks thought this relationship was. It feels, it, it, what it sounds like is both of them went into this thinking it was a friendship or one, one side thinking it was a friendship, the other side thinking it was a business. And at some point, that got lost. Yeah. Again, if you consider someone your family, your boy, your homie, and you're looking out for their best interest, clearly which phase was not, you don't let them sign a fucked up contract in the way that you did. What you do is you say, hang on, as bad as we want to sign you to phase right now, let's wait. Either until this new management and uh, new legal team comes in, or we get you a better contract. But right now, the con because and that's the biggest thing with FaZe is all of them came out. Everyone who spoke from FaZe, the CEO, uh, CBAS, Banks, they all said, yo, we knew this contract was jacked. So why did you allow him to sign it? Whether he was a nobody or he was the LeBron James of streaming, why would you let him sign this contract if that's your family and that's your boy? It doesn't make sense. So. Again, I don't. So back to the sixty percent or the sixty k that they took. I don't. I don't know if they actually gave Tifu the eighty percent, but again, his contract said he was only supposed to get up to twenty, and Faze was supposed to get eighty um, when they brought him brand deals. Doesn't make any sense. I don't. That's not a, a finder's fee. Should not be eighty percent of whatever the check is. Yeah, the finder's fee should be the twenty or ten or whatever. That's just fucking scuff that you took 80% and then called it a finder's fee. So let's continue with the uh, Dear Tifu video from Banks. He says, and I quote, I don't know exactly what the splits are, or I don't know exactly what the splits look like, but Turner outgrew it very quickly. So my question is, if you didn't know what the splits are or were, why are you commenting saying that the splits are 2080. One of his splits were 2080, and I think that was the prize, the prize pool, the, which apparently or allegedly they let him collect 100% of. But if you don't know what the, the splits are in a contract, don't say it in a video because now you're, I won't say incriminating yourself, but you're documenting it and that can be used against you. And that's <clears> the thing that is pissing me off with everyone mentioning stuff about Tifu is they're like oh if FaZe is saying all this stuff why isn't he coming out and defending himself why would he speak on it so there's actually a clause if you looked at the contract there's a clause yeah. in Tifu's contract that's saying if he speaks out or says anything wrongfully against the organization yeah. he will be unable to stream online or play in a professional manner for two years I think it's two years it was there's, diff there's different things. I know exactly what you're talking about, but there's different things. The clause you're talking about was actually if he gets terminated from FaZe, he cannot play online. He cannot physically play online or stream 
or in a tournament for six months. Six months. Up to six months from when he's been terminated. Yeah. It also says in the contract that, I don't know if it's before he gets let go or it's pretty much both. If you get terminated, if you get terminated, you can only speak of the organization in a truthful manner and not spread lies, which should be the case regardless for anyone. But we know that's not always the case and people do tell lies. But also said that you can't speak of the, the organization in a negative light. So him coming out and saying, hey, I'm suing is not speaking of them in a, le- a negative light. It's just letting the public know what he's doing, his actions, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you made a good point that I kind of glossed over. He also can't come out and speak out because, again, he's <clears throat> under that contract, so it could affect him legally. But it also doesn't make sense, even if he was not under that contract, right, or that clause was in the contract. It would not make sense for him to come out and literally respond to everything FaZe is saying because... All this is going to be documented. So if there have a leak, if this is a legal battle, I'm not going to put everything that I'm going to say or do in the public for you to now know how to react to it and then use that against me in a court and say, well, he said this, he did that. And uh, in regards to us saying this, and here's how we handle it. And then now it backfires on TV. I'm also not going to say uh, in, in the case of banks is I don't really know. What do you mean? Like, he came out saying, I don't know the actual story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, why would you say that? Exactly. Literally, someone's going to take that and be like, you as the owner? I'm going to take that and flip it. Because later in the video, he then says, oh, it was a, like, 2080 flip or something. Like, he literally goes back on what he said. Like, he contradicts himself. Yeah, because he also probably realized that, oh, shit, what the fuck am I saying? And it was a heat of the moment thing. He In a court of law. Here in the moment doesn't fucking matter. Oh, yeah, I know. And that's why I said it's documented now. Yeah. It's documented. He could delete the videos. He could, but I'm pretty sure someone's already pulled it down. Yeah. Someone's probably ripped it. He also said in the video that uh, he paid for the Fortnite team's equipment with his personal money so that they could play at the office. My question is, if you have a business, why would you use your own personal money to purchase employee equipment? Because that's what they are. They're your employees. Purchasing them equipment or getting them a gift is completely different than like, hey, I'm going to take my employee out to lunch or, hey, we're doing uh, White Elephant. I'm going to give you headphones or something or, hey, I got the entire office some Dre Beats because, you know, Merry Christmas or whatever. Here's a gift to you guys. You went out of your way because you thought this relationship was personal when it was clearly a business relationship and paid $4,000 to buy your entire Fortnite team equipment for the office. And not to mention in Tifu's contract, it says that if the company bought the equipment that they're using, that if he gets terminated, either he can give the equipment back or he has the option to pay for it. But since but since the equipment was not paid for by the company and it's documented that banks paid for it out of his pocket, Tifu can essentially get out of like he doesn't have to give anything back in regards to his equipment. Well, I think also a lot of it comes from the idea of like. I think a lot of it, banks came out trying to take it more on a personal level and be like, like, I did so much for these people. I did so much for these people. And nothing against banks. Dude, yeah, no. You if fucking I, start. I, again, you st- I'm like, not taking sides. I understand You started an exactly organization. You started, like, you, you created something and that is on a relatively good, like, a dope side. And that's great. And you put yourselves on the map and that's awesome. And you live a great life and blah, blah, blah. But I think the biggest thing is, like, no matter what, no matter what, no matter how much you love a person, no matter how much you're you close to them, no matter how much they're your best friend, 
you made shit too personal. Yeah. And especially, and the thing is, like, a lot of people are fucking selfish. And I'm not saying Tfue's selfish. I'm not saying anything like that. I think he's in the situation, but I understand what you're saying. But when somebody feels like they're being wronged in some way, they will, it is human nature to, like, just be like, I'm done. Yeah. And I don't think, I think, I think Banks really didn't realize that. Yeah. So him coming out with that video and being like, I did this, I did this, like I bought the I bought I bought gear for Fort for like the Fortnite team. It's like don't because I think, you know, especially considering don't, like don't do it out of pocket. Yeah, don't do things business. out of pocket. Don't do things from a personal standpoint. And and like you said before, you if you treat a like unless you're opening that business with somebody, they are your employee. At the end of the day, yeah. They could be your friend before, they could still be your friend, but they are your employee. At the end of the day, in some form of a way, their checks come from you. And They're the, your employee. And the fact that he's an employer, he has more leverage because he has the business lawyers on like in his pocket versus an employee where it's like you have to go out and get this lawyer. Yeah. So let's continue with that. I, again, I don't understand why in the contract it says, hey, if phase buys your equipment, all this stuff in regards to Tfue's equipment... I don't know why banks will go out of his way to personally buy it when you should have bought it under the company because you run a business. You are an employer. The next part in his video, he states, he says that he, being Tifu, is the greatest player on the planet. And I can and I can confidently say that with or without phase, I'm not taking no credit away from that. He's done so much for me and my brand. That is not what's in question here. I'm not trying to say this is one-sided. You know what that says to me? He believes that Tfue would have grown into a star regardless. And a lot of people are like, FaZe helped him blow up. They made Tfue a star. That statement alone says that Banks made a business decision from playing with this guy and figured, yo, this kid will be a star. I believe that he'll blow up. Yeah. All I have to do is put him on this platform and he'll blow up. Yeah. So again, did FaZe accelerate or boost Tifu's popularity and notoriety? Yes. But FaZe even came out and said he would have been a star. Regardless, with or without FaZe, he would have been a fucking Fortnite star. Yeah. All they did was accelerate that. So everyone coming out and saying, oh, but FaZe made him popular and did this. Banks has clearly stated... He would have been a star with or without FaZe. Somebody it doesn't would, matter. Somebody else would have signed him or he would have blown up and he would have been on like doing his own Twitch things or anything like that. He would have blown up. And in regards to Banks saying that he's that this isn't uh, in question about he doesn't want to take credit away from Tfue and that this isn't one sided. Banks, you're kind of making this one sided by playing because you were blindsided. You're playing the victim and saying that this isn't one-sided. <clears throat> Your whole Dear Tifu video is essentially saying, hey, this is one-sided. We didn't do anything wrong. This is all Tifu. Well, it also seems like a very much like a please feel sorry for us. Yeah. And I'm like, nah. no. I don't, I, again, I don't feel sorry for either of them. You're both fucking making banking regardless. His uh, next quote that I want to cover from his video it, he says but you know who has gotten none of the credit zero who has not asked for any credit me me being banks 
You know what that statement tells me? Then why are you putting so much focus on what FaZe has done for Tifu's growth? Was Tifu's contribution not enough for FaZe's growth to be valued as equivalent? I've seen a lot of speculation on Twitter that FaZe was already declining, which I personally don't believe. They <clears throat> were growing before I even heard of Tifu, me personally, from what I noticed. But if you keep putting a focus in saying we helped accelerate and boost Tifu's career, what you're now doing, what, what you're pretty much saying is regardless of what Tifu has done for FaZe is not equivalent to what we did for him. And if it's not equivalent to what he did for you, you're using that against him and again, playing victim and the public eye. But you're saying that's not the focus, but that's something you keep bringing up. Don't bring it up if it's not the focus. Plain and simple. We all know that you helped boost and accelerate Tifu's career. No one's ever questioned that. But now you're trying to use that against him and saying, well, you, you shouldn't sue me. I helped make you what you are. Well, that's kind of your fault for, that's what a business does. Yep. They grow people, especially in that. Like the NBA can't grow a player and then say, well, you owe us because we helped you develop into becoming Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving. You can't be mad when you give someone a platform, but then you give them a platform with rusted screws. And then when they use that platform better than you, because Tifu did outgrow phase. Yeah. His next statement that made me kind of like question whatever. He says, doesn't giving someone being, uh, excuse me, doesn't giving someone that opportunity count for anything? Isn't it deserving of at least a little heads up that you're about to destroy my fucking brand? And that opportunity being Keemstar's Fortnite Friday. Tifu signed a contract to represent FaZe and tournaments. Him playing in Fortnite Friday Fulfill that obligation. No matter how much you had to beg Keemstar to let Tifu play in the Fortnite Friday tournament, that was a business decision for you, not for Tifu. <clears throat> you clearly wanted the FaZe logo to be in Fortnite Friday because you knew how big Keemstar Fortnite Friday would be. Again, did it help Tifu? Yes. Did it help you more? Did it help FaZe? Yes. Yeah. To say that he owes you a heads up because he's about to destroy your fucking brand is kind of selfish. Because again, you're taking this personal when it's a business relationship. He signed a contract that you probably pushed him to sign. He signs it, fulfills the obligation of playing in a tournament that you begged Keemstar to let them in. And then you're trying to use that against him and say, "Isn't that didn't me giving you the opportunity allow me to have a heads up? Because you're trying to destroy what I built." <clears throat> no, he doesn't owe you a heads so up. That's, that's, He's an employee, and that's literally him saying, "I care more about my business than I care about you." Where the fuck were you about to say? But it's a family. It's not. If you come out right and say, "I care more about my business than you." Then a lot of things will be glossed over. But if you keep fucking trying to sell like, oh, we're family, oh, we're family, oh, we're family, no. Yeah. Just be like, 
I care about my business. No one's gonna fucking be like, oh, what a piece of shit. You care about the business that you that you started from the ground up. No, people are gonna be like, well, that's a fucking valid thing. Yeah, I. Oh wait, yeah, you did start this from the ground up, and you're trying to protect that. Makes sense. Makes sense. Like that's a valid point. But for you to be like, oh, I was blindsided. I don't, don't fucking give me the emotional drama. Be like, listen, this is my business, fucker. Yeah. Just be honest. Banks, if you sign anyone to a contract as an employee, they don't owe you any heads up that they're going to sue you. No employees do want to do that. Why would an employee tell you, hey, I'm going to sue you? So you can be like, yo, so you can call up the lawyers. Yo, I'm about to get sued. So then they can lose. And then you play the, well, we're family, right? No, it doesn't work that way. It does not fucking work that way. Again, he signed the contract. He fulfilled the obligation of playing in the tournament and representing FaZe. Did it help blow Tifu up? Yes. Did it help FaZe blow up? Yes. I'm gonna, put this, I'm gonna put this in like a very simple term. Let's just say you work at a regular job. There's three people involved. The boss, an employee, who let's just say the employee and the boss know each other. They've been friends for years. Let's just say the boss got the employee the job. Let's just say a third party comes along, does something fucked up to the other to the other employee. Now, the boss knows that if he says anything, he might get fucked over. But something fucked up still happened to that employee. Yeah. And the employee's like trying to say, this is a fucked up situation. It's not impeding my job in any way, but it has actually fucked me over emotionally, mentally, whatever. If the boss came over and was like, can we sweep this under the rug? Because we've been friends for years. How many fucking people would be like, yeah, you should side with the boss. Nobody. But because it's a fucking multi-conglomerate clan and it's it's like it's almost like in a quote-unquote pop culture gaming community and we're all about giving people second chances and this and this and this and taking sides and da 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 we immediately are like yeah, yeah, yeah no no like work it out like yeah. fix it da 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 but if you and I'm going to say this if you had if you had a boss who was telling like another employee, hey, I know that other person fucked you over or even if it's just something like or like made passes at you or anything like that. And then they were like, can you let it slide on the table because it looks bad for the company? How many fucking people would really be on the side of that boss? Not me. Nobody. Yeah. And that's the problem with this. That's the problem with 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 gaming culture and the gaming community in general. We are so focused on being all inclusive and letting thing and let and talking things out and letting things air out that when something does fucked up happen we are more inclined to be like oh just work it out just work it out just work it out just work it out and keep it hush it's still a fucking business and i'm so tired of people pretending like gaming isn't a business yeah wow i just got really angry oh it- we're going to be at this for a little i'm just going to say right now if the video cuts out i apologize but i'm about to keep this audio keep going just Heads up. I mean, is the audio good? The audio is good, right? Yeah, the audio is good. I'm plugged into it. Also. So from there, right? After the Keemstar Friday night thing that he mentions in the video, he says, I think you and I both know you've never met a person who went out of their way for you like I did. This is before the money 
the fame, the success, your clout, your fucking bullshit clout, all this bullshit fucking internet. It's so disgusting. My only question is, it's weird now to call the clout that your brand grew into bullshit now, isn't it? You grew Tifu, but but now the fact that he's bigger than the brand that he's on or associated with, now it's bullshit clout. But it wasn't bullshit clout before that. It's a little weird to me. Well, it's the idea of it's again, if we put this into a smaller perspective, think about a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Think about the girlfriend wants to leave. The boyfriend says, I helped you get your friends. I helped you lose weight. I helped you do this. I helped you get a better job. I encouraged you. What the fuck does that all mean? Oh, I cheated on you and I'm abusive. But wait, I did all that other stuff. Oh, I fucked you over multiple times. That's in a smaller perspective. But think about it. How many of y'all would really be siding with a boyfriend? Some fucked up people would, but I get, I get what you're Some saying. fucked up people would, but think about it. In like a regular headspace, somebody using the argument of, I made, listen, somebody was fucking you over and I knew about it and I didn't stop it, but also I helped you. What the fuck? I helped you. You betrayed me. I helped you. Again, yeah. doesn't fucking make sense. To, and, and it, it's a poor argument. I'm sorry. And that, I that and was I, weird to me. That was just weird to and me. And I to understand. Say, Thanks. I understand. Again, like no try not no disrespect. You built a brand, blah blah blah. And I get it, you were super emotional. But when you're super emotional to that, you gotta lock it up for a little bit. The, you gotta sit on it. And we talked about it last week. You gotta sit on it. He came out and was like, everyone that was like Tell me to put my phone down or get off Twitter. Fuck you guys. I'm going to do what I want. I say what I want. This is me. And it's like, as a founder of an uh, organization, of a business that you own, you should put the fucking phone down regardless of if that's you or not. It's also, it's again, smaller scale. It's the idea of like every girlfriend or boyfriend who's been like, you know what? We got into a bad argument. I'm going to go cheat on my boyfriend or my girlfriend. No, 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 don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. No, 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 don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. No, no, let it sit, let it sit, let it sit. You guys are make up in the morning, let it sit, let it sit. No, fuck it. I'ma like, I'ma stick, I'ma let some dude stick my dick into me, all right? I'ma go stick my dick in some random girl. And then you do it, and then what happens? Oh my god, I shouldn't have done that. Oh my god, I was a piece of shit. Oh my god, I'm the bad guy now. I'm so glad we have video right now. Yeah, I just had to start one of the whatever. So, the next statement that he says, you ever pay that forward? You ever cast that check? You ever return the favor on that? Talking about providing him a platform. Nah. It's about you. It's about the girls you met after the fact. The people you met after the fact. And the lawyers you fucking pay. You've never paid me a dime in your fucking life, and I've done more for you than anyone else ever could have. Or, excuse me, anyone else ever has, or any of these people have, ever have, and ever could. Banks, let me let me just <clears throat> let you know one thing right now. People have to pay their fucking lawyers. That statement also literally says, I'm taking this too personal. What? My question is, why the fuck would Tifu pay you? 
He is an employee. You decided to teach him what you know. You decided to teach him the art of the business that you created. Why the fuck is he, would he give you money if he's an employee? Mind you, you're already taking 80% of his fucking uh, brand deals. Potentially. I will say potentially. I'm not going to say right off the bat that he did, but potentially. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. But you saying, you saying, what have you done for me is the most fucked up thing. Because again, you forgot that he's your employee. Not, he's not your business partner. He's not. He's not a co-owner of the fucking, of the fucking ice cream shop down the block. All right. He didn't fucking be like, I'm out and take all the secret ice cream recipes and open up his own shop and fuck you over. No, 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 no. He was, he was essentially one of your employees and he went, damn, thanks for teaching me how to make ice cream. I'm gonna go make my own ice cream. And then he did and he was successful at it. And now you're pissed at him, but you taught him what he knows. And that's the thing, people, again, and it, it comes back to the idea of we think that for some reason because we're in the gaming community that everybody's safe and everybody plays nice. No, 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 no. It's a business at the forefront. And people could be shitty. Could and be, shady. Could be shady. Could be fighting for their own right to be independent. People are always going to look out for themselves, number one. So also, I don't care if y'all shade a girlfriend. People will always look out for themselves first. So I also made a comment that or that I put in my note that says um, orgs attempt to develop players as the player's development and success benefit both the brand and the player. You're attempting to use what is traditionally a standard sporting practice, player development, as a method and a reason of being personally attacked and taken advantage of. Do you know what I'm doing right now? No, no. This is called grooming. Oh. So grooming is a societal thing where we groom people into being our own, essentially, pets. We make them think that they have all these great opportunities, that, they have, that they're living on a pedestal, but essentially you've turned somebody into your pet. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that FaZe has done that. I'm not. But I'm just saying there are a lot of organizations, there are a lot of companies out there that groom people into thinking that they're a pet. Or into thinking that they're this independent entity and that they're part of a very large conglomerate and that they're very, that they're part of like this broad spectrum thing and they're not just an employee that they're more than that. But at the end of the day, you're an employee, you're a pet, and it's not just gaming industries. Companies do it. They make they make CEOs and CFOs and whatever, but make them pretend like you're this big. You're a big shot. You you're you're a part of this community. You don't work for us. You work with us. And it's a lie. Hospitals do it all the time. They tell their nurses, they tell their doctors, they tell their technicians, you're a part of us. You're not, you don't work for us, you work with us. And it's a lie. Because at the end of the day, you receive a check from a higher up source. You work for somebody. That's what Tifo should have told him. Cut the fucking check. Not release the contract. Cut the fucking fucking check. check. Give me the check. Let me go. Tifo, cut the fucking check. But yeah, that that was my thing. Is it's just like you 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 can't dev- like the, and this is the thing that a lot of people in phase or the CEO of phase kept using it and saying like, oh well, you know, if the NBA does this with LeBron, blah blah blah, whatever. No NBA team will look at a player that they developed and say, damn dog, we made you the greatest. We made you Steph Curry. We gave you the platform to be Steph Curry. And now you went to, like, Golden State has always had Steph Curry, but this is an example. Like, 
Or let me, you know what? Kevin Durant's a better example. Yeah. Damn. K, like KD, you, you were in OKC. We made you this star. And then you went to Golden State. There's a little bit more to that. But it's like, y'all, yes, you you helped KD develop into what he is. But he's always had that potential <laughs> and that, that level of being that player, right? So you can't say, you owe us. That was your fucking job. That was a part of the contract. Hey, you practice and you play and you get better, you win us games. But now that it's time to leave, hey, my contract ending, I want to go here. Hey, I, I'm not I'm not sitting well with my contract. I want to go here. You can't use that against a player and say, no, no, no. We told you to come to practice, so you got to keep playing for us. What contract, the fuck kind of logic no, does that make? Contract is over. Contract is done. Okay, um, K-pop music stars, uh, they do that all the time. Whenever somebody, like, they're like, oh, we're not going to renew with a contract. It's like, holy shit, they're not going to renew. Wow, that's fucked up. But then nobody says anything. The company's just like, all right, you've provided us with some great stuff. They they put out a press release saying they've provided us with great opportunities. They've made great music, blah, blah, blah. And we wish them the well. And then we wish them the well. The well? We wish them we wish the well. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's great. That's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to, and and the idea of it is you're a boss, not a fan. Fans can all they like. They can cry about it. They can be like, "Oh, why is he leaving?" Blah blah blah. Why is he leaving? Da da da. Why is he leaving? And I'm using it from a, like a music perspective in K-pop. Yeah. Why is he leaving YG? Why is he, why is he not re- renewing with SM? Why is he not renewing with blah blah blah? Why 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 why? Fans can do that all the fuck they want. They'll still follow that artist. But the company has to be, all right, that's fair. Your contract's done. We don't want to renew it. We're moving on. Thank you for everything you did for us. We made a lot of money off of you. You made your little money. Maybe you want some more money. We're not going to do that for you. Have a good day. Good luck in your endeavors. That's how you run a fucking business. You don't go, you're not You're not going to be a music company. Like, but why are you leaving us? Because of us, you're this. Because of us, you're this. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. Unless you're willing to be like, hey, we're going to give you more money. Hey, it's not an 80-20 split. It's a 50-50 split. It's a 60-40 split. Stay with us. And that person may very well still be like, no, I'm good. Yeah. And you're supposed to leave it at that. You could still, and I'm not saying anything. You could still be friends with somebody that you used to do business business with back in the day. You could be like, hey, we were, you know, we, you and I. In business, he fucked me over, but we still have a relationship. Hey, Troy, you're opening up a... I love using an ice cream parlor. Troy, you're opening up an ice cream parlor. Do you just really want ice cream? I think I, I, think I just want ice cream. You can get ice cream later. Yeah, okay. Um, Troy, you open up this ice cream parlor. Cool. You taught me how to make ice cream. I'm going to go open up my own ice cream shop. All right, that's a little fucked up. I taught you things, but good luck. I hope it works out. I open up my own ice cream shop. I have success. You have success. We're like, hey, man, you've been good. You want to go get a drink? That's how it's supposed to work. You can have a friendship outside of a business, but you can't have a friendship and a business. Like, I'm trying to figure out the right word. You can have a friendship and a business. You just have to know how to navigate and know what's business you, and what's oh, friendship. You can have a friendship and a business, but you can't have a friendship with the business, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's exactly. a separate entity, guys. And uh, again, back to what I said before, I'm not giving any shit to banks. I am. You're, you're <laughs> how old is he? I think he's 27. He's our age. You're still at that age where you sometimes feel like things have to be taken personally. 
eventually you're gonna get to age too where you realize you can have a friendship and a business and it can be separate well i think that's the problem with people and not to go off on a tangent about this either but i think that's the problem with people our ages we're not used to business yeah a lot of people who have these businesses now did not go to business school well because also we you know we are we're these we're 20 something we had again we didn't go to business school Think about the amount the people that usually end up start that back in the day would start their business. They were what? 40, late 30s, early 40s, maybe even 50. I mean when they understood business. When yeah. They, yeah, I mean they but like think about it. Like we live in a society and an age of the internet where you can start a business when you're 21. And guess what? It doesn't fail. Yeah. There's a higher chance of it not failing. You could start it at 21. It doesn't fail. And then you're 30 and you have more money than you could think of. You're hiring your friends to work for you. It actually even harkens back to the to the to the 90s when rappers would suddenly pop off. They would have this whole posse. They were what, 22, 23? Yeah. They would have a whole posse of people. And hiring them at the fucking labels. Yeah. And then the money would dry up and their friends would leave and then they would go, Hey, why'd my friends leave me? Because they weren't your fucking friends. They wanted the money. Yeah. And I think that's, I think, and we've talked about this, esports is, is rap culture. Esports right now, esports organizations, FaZe, Luminosity, Immortal, all that stuff is, is we're, we're in the early rap game right now. Or the, uh, the 90s of rap. The, yeah, esports is in the state of early, uh, I won't say early, 90s rap. We're in 90s rap. We try to hire our friends so that we can put them up on a pedestal. And a lot of people always say like, and I always hear it, and like um, we hear a lot of people say, "Hey, uh, like support your friends, help them glow up too." Sure, help your friends glow up too, but know that if you're gonna help them in a business way and bring them into your organization, that they're your employee now. Or, or if you help them glow up, know that their behavior may change, and it's not <clears throat> because of your friendship; it's because of the business. Yeah, and don't take it personally. And if you take it, if you take it some way as a business, that makes sense. Hey, I don't want to work with that person because they do piss poor business or I don't like the way they handle business. But as a friend, I don't think that your your business attitude and mannerisms are your personal behavior and mannerisms. Yeah. But I kind of want to get into yeah, do the Keemstar and uh, CEO, phase CEO, Lee Trinket interview, right? Before I get into this... Within the time that this con, or excuse me, this interview came out with Keemstar and Lee Trinket, they had found out that part of the reason Tifu wanted to leave was because he wanted to start his own organization. So for the people who are saying, <laughs> for Tifu, this is about the money, it's clearly not. Because FaZe allegedly came out and said, they haven't shown any documents or drafts. They came out and said, hey, we offered him multiple contracts. We offered him a hundred million dollar contract with zero splits. First of all, I personally don't believe that for one fucking second. Faze, I don't think it was zero fucking splits, even if it was a, a, a million dollars. Hey, FaZe, you want to offer me a hundred million dollar contract? I'll just punch people. You pay me that much. I don't think they offered... If they offered him a hundred... Uh, excuse I keep wanting to say a hundred million. If they offered him a million dollar contract, if it had a zero split... In it, there was definitely some fucked up terms and clauses in there that could potentially screw Tifu over. <clears throat> Just like the whole, hey, if you get terminated, you can't play for six months. 
You can't, you physically cannot play or compete in esports or anything competitive or stream online for six months. You know what that fucking does? It makes you not relevant and it makes you not valuable to any other organization. So no one wants to fucking sign you after six months because someone else has come up and taken your position. That's FaZe's way of saying, hey, we know this contract is shitty and you won't sign a new deal, but we can also hold you because of this. Not to mention, or or I should mention, more I should say, in Tifu's contract, it also states that <clears throat> if he leaves, there's a three-month period that he has to continue to show FaZe his offers from other organizations. And FaZe, I guess, can essentially say, no, you can't sign there. Hey, you can. But he, he pretty much has to bring them the offer and say, oh, hey. Oh, actually, what it was is he has to bring his offers to phase and show them three months after he's been terminated. And this also applies if he if the contract ended and he wanted to go to a different organization. There's a 30 day negotiation period if the contract expired within that 30 days. If they haven't renegotiated a new contract, he then enters free agency period, which is 30 days where he can talk to other organizations. Regardless of what his contract says, whether he's terminated or he enters the free agency period, he has to present his contracts to FaZe. FaZe has made us in the in the contract for Tifu that he signed. It says, hey, if you accept any offer from any of these organizations and we're willing to match it, if we match it, you have to sign with us. You cannot go to that organization. So even if Tifu just doesn't want to play under that flag, say his friend's on some other team that he wants to go play with, and he accepts the terms that that team offered him, if FaZe decide, hey, we're just going to match it, Tifu automatically, his contract is renewed. He has to play under the FaZe because those are the exact same, uh, the offer is exactly the same. The fucked up part about that is, well, aside from him being forced to do that and the fact that it's uh, after, like, if he was terminated, it's after three months, is the fact that he clearly was not offered an option to leave. Yeah. This There's whole, no clear exit. This whole situation comes off as you, you, no matter what you do, you have to resign to us. Well, it's the idea of it's the idea of hey, either you resign to us or you fade into obscurity. Yeah, I kind of lost my train of thought. No, it's all good. Started. But no, no, I yeah, that, so that's true. that's exactly it. Could be, but that's exactly be. what it is. So I'm sure it's so, sponsor us. Also, you know what, Jinro sponsor us because I forget the grape soldiers by Jinro. All right, we're not gonna keep shouting them out if they're not already giving us money. Just give us fucking money. Um, or just but yeah. send us bottles. He came up that he wanted to make his own org, and he he essentially. Can keep getting signed back to fades if he accepts a matching offer. Oh, that's what I wanted to get at. The fucked up part about the whole matching offer is they have two different uh, the the matching offer statements or terms in the contract are inconsistent. The first one that says right of refusal says that the organization phase has five business days to uh, agree to match the offer or say now nah, we're good right. Yeah. Five business days. Yeah. If you read further down in the contract, when it starts talking about the whole, if you get terminated, it then says the company has 15 days to decide if they want to match an offer. Mind you, this is after he's already been let go. Yeah. If he's terminated, 
and you show us a contract, we now have 15 days. That's a fucking inconsistency. You can't say, hey, we have five days to give you a, a matching offer. Oh, we have 15 days. Like, is it five or is it 15? Yeah. But that's aside the point. That's just an inconsistency within the contract. But the fucked up part, again, is the fact that even three months after, if he's terminated or that if he's not, he's in negotiation. If they match the fucking contract, he has to stay with them. That's really fucked up. Yeah. Because that's essentially saying, hey, we know we got piss poor management, but we match their offer. So you got to stay here. Well, it's again, it goes back to the idea of and, and again, not to call out banks or the, the, the face CEO or the face owner. It's the idea of, hey. I know everything's fucked up, but we didn't actually act on it. Huh? Huh? But the, the, the fucked up part about that is you can say, hey, we didn't act on it, but there's still a fucking contract. Yeah. So we can act on it whenever the fuck whenever we please. We want. Yeah. So let, let's get into, let me get into this uh, Keemstar interview, right? With the uh, CEO of FaZe. <sighs> Keemstar asks, are these contracts the same? that you give your new phase members. The CEO responded and says, the contract that Tifa was currently signed with was created by prior management slash illegal team. We decided the contracts needed to be amended, so all of our newer guys are under a different agreement. Some There are some people who are still under the same agreement as Tifu, um, but as he grew, we knew it was important to amend the agreement. That <clears throat> statement comes off to me as, Instead of offering Tifu an option of dissolving his contract and being released, you knowingly only presented the option of renegotiation. Why was the only option of renegotiation offered? Is it because you were afraid and realized how much potential business you could be losing from Tifu's departure? Just his departure alone. Not from him creating another organization, because again, I look at him creating his own organization as I'm actually a fan of Tifu, not FaZe. I'm going to support Tifu. Hey, I'm actually a fan of FaZe, not Tifu. I'm going to support FaZe. I don't think those correlate. I don't think people are just going to step away from FaZe if they're a fan of FaZe to go support Tifu and say, I'm never going to buy FaZe products again. Vice versa for Tifu. I don't think people who are fans of Tifu who aren't a fan fans of FaZe are going to say, hey, I'm stepping away from Tifu because he's taking money away from FaZe or whatever. I don't think those two correlate. I think, again, FaZe knowingly knew he's outgrown us. If he leaves, this hinders us. Plain and simple. Next part, Keemstar mentions, he says, we haven't heard from Tifu's side that he, off, uh, that he offered a uh, he was offered improvements or options out of his current agreement, but he was, right? That's what banks keep saying. The CEO then says, that's one of the upsetting parts is I, I know how many times we've tried to come up with a revised agreement. Again, that statement clearly pushes the fact that Tifu was not offered the option of dissolving and being released from his contract when a new management and legal team came in. If the new management and legal team came in and said, and, and, and FaZe is telling them, hey, we don't agree with that contract. We want a new one for this guy. <clears throat> management and the legal team should have said, 
okay, well, since this is an old contract, let's give him the option to dissolve it and be released. Or let's give him the option of dissolving the contract and re-signing if that's what he wants to do. But it wasn't. You made it seem like the only option Tifu had, and this is the this is the option that you keep presenting to the public that he only had is to renegotiate. When you could have clearly dissolved the contract and allowed him to step away, but you decided not to do that because you knew that it benefited you. It benefited FaZe more than it benefits Tifu. Not because it's about the fans or that this isn't what business do. They don't let people get out and go create rival businesses. No, it benefits you. And if you lose him, that hurts you. Plain and simple. That's why you only offered him the option to renegotiate. That's why he didn't resign. Because the option was not presented for him to be released when it was there. It, he could have been released. Preach. So that's fucked up. Phase, that's really fucked up. Because you guys know that's what you could have done. And instead, you decided, nah, we're not going to do that. But we're going to play the fact that, hey, we offered him multiple contracts. If you offer him multiple contracts and he keeps rejecting them. You should probably rethink about some shit. You should probably say, hey, maybe it's not about the money. We offered him a million with zero splits. He says no. Hmm. Let's offer him two million. Not saying they did, but let's, for example, let's offer him two million. No. All right. Well, clearly he wants more money. If he keeps saying no, it's clearly not about the money. Just release him. Give him the option. Who cares if it hurts you? You're fucking business. You're fucking FaZe Clan. You'll figure it out. Your fans love you. I don't think they're just going to step away because Tifu left. And I don't think anyone's going to look at, oh, FaZe is a bad guy because they let Tifu go. No, let him go and then say, hey, this wasn't our choice. Tifu wanted to leave. Spin we presented it. him the option. You could spin it. He, we presented him the option, hey, resign or, or dissolve the contract and be released. He chose dissolve the contract and be released. So we, 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 we went with that. But now you're trying to trap him into renegotiation. So the CEO also says that um, the earliest they, e they started emailing was September 6th of uh, 2018. He says, Greg and I, which I believe is the partner, um, Greg and I attempted to remedy this because Banks and the other founders made it really important point to us that we should get Tifu a better deal because it's fair. And that's exactly what we did as early as September 16th. Again, all that statement does is push the fact that we don't want to release this guy. We only want to renegotiate. And that's the only option we give him. He says that the CEO says that we flew to Florida January 6th with Banks to have a conversation with Tifu and his dad. He says, um, the, converse, the conversation with his, dad's, with his dad was con concerning. Like him telling me that his brief brush with the entertainment business 20 years ago, things like that are worrisome because I've seen it before when parents are trying to live their glory through their children. And that was something that began that, um, that I began to become concerned with. Why the fuck does that have any concern for you? Because it hinders your money? You're not looking out for Tifu's best interest. You're looking out for your bottom line and your fucking pocket. Don't try to fucking spin the story and say, oh, we were worried about Tifu because we didn't want his dad taking his glory and trying to live through him. Nah. It's only about you. It's only about the pockets of FaZe. Yeah. No matter how many times FaZe comes out and says, oh, it's not about us. It's fucking about the money, bro. 
Stop trying to play people for stupid and fans stop being fucking stupid and saying that this business is about loyalty and friendship and respect and all this other shit. Because it's not. It's a fucking business. You put that shit on paper. It's no longer about family. The CEO also said it was clear and it's clear now that he was never interested in creating a new deal. I think you fucking knew that when he rejected most of those contracts. Yeah, but then, like, it's like it's like you knew that, didn't release them. Exactly. But I can I continue for, from his state or what he said. Yeah, continue. He said um, he was never interested in creating a new deal. What he was interested in was creating a competing org, and that's impossible. We're never going to get there. The Lakers don't let LeBron James go and create a competing NBA team. It's just not what you do. What? That was my first, that was my initial reaction, right? It's not impossible to get there because you can again release him from his contract. You decided not to, so that's why it's impossible. This statement in itself saying the Lakers won't let LeBron create its own organization. First of all, that's not for the Lakers to decide. There's a, a mediator between the <clears throat> Lakers and LeBron. It's called the fucking National Basketball Association, the NBA. Oof. They're the ones that decide if LeBron will be able to create his own organization, not the fucking Lakers. And to mind you, LeBron is bigger than the fucking NBA Lake or the the fucking LA Lakers. The NBA Lakers. What he is larger than them on any scale that you look at it. Does he have a longer legacy? No. But I guarantee if you show someone LeBron James's face anywhere in on any country in the planet, they'll fucking know who he is. Yeah, and, and I mean it's the other thing is it's like not even just LeBron. Take Michael Jordan. You show a picture of Michael Jordan, like oh Michael Jordan. They don't think they don't think Chicago Bulls. They think Michael Jordan and twenty three, and the fucking shoes. Yeah. So the fact that Tifu's brand is now larger than Phase, and again, LeBron James has a, the mediator of the NBA. So if he wanted to create a team, and they know how big LeBron's brand is, and that the fact that it's bigger than the Lakers, they're letting him create that fucking team, regardless of what the Lakers contract says. The NBA is going to figure it out. Because, again, the NBA controls the teams because they play in their their league, not the other way around. The Lakers don't own LeBron James to some extent. And, again, if they try to behave in that manner, the NBA can step in. In Tifu's case, there's no way to there's no one to step in. Epic isn't going to step in because Epic is making their fucking money from Fortnite. They can give two shits about this whole ordeal. So the fact that you mentioned something and there's a mediator for that, and in this situation there is no mediator outside of lawyers, doesn't fucking make sense. This statement also goes to show that FaZe knows that they are trying to contain and prevent Tifu from ex- executing outside of the FaZe brand due to potential income loss. Plain and simple. They know that he's outgrown phase, and if they lose Tifu, they lose money. The CEO goes on to say, Tifu learned every strategy, every tool in the trade, everything that banks could possibly do. Not just in the interest of building with Tifu, banks working with him day in and day out to build him and his career and put that that was part of, wait, 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 and his career, but put part of that was taking all the ways we do business with the ideas of creating a competitor. So the fuck you are a business who decided to develop your employee. 
then did not present him the option to get out of his contract when you could have, and now he wants to use that to benefit himself. Most people will look at that as morally wrong because they're looking at FaZe as saying, hey, this is fucked up because you are supposed to be homies with banks, so it's fucked up you're doing this. Legally, it's not wrong. Only morally from the people who are looking at it as this is a friendship, not a business. Plain and simple. He learned something. He wants to use it to his advantage. And now you're trying to hinder him from doing that because you're scared and you don't know what's going to happen to your business. He stated afterwards and said, we basically said, tell us what you want. Just tell us as long as, as possible. It's reasonable. We're there. We are ready to put money second to the relationship. We were, we were prepared to <clears throat> just put the concept of whether we make money from Tifu on the side because that's how much we valued him. Nigga, what? What? You contradicted everything you just previously said. If you valued him... You would have presented him with the option to be released and said, you know what? We understand that you want to make your own business. Let's find a way that both our business can work. But instead, you said, no, nah, actually, we're going to hold you hostage. Because you don't want to sign a new contract. And we don't want you to make this new business. So if that's the case, how are you willing to put money second to the relationship? Why did you allegedly continue to offer him new contracts with more money or better splits if you knew money was not what he wanted and you valued the relationship? Why was dissolving and releasing him not an option if you valued the relationship over money? Was releasing Tifu not a reasonable enough because FaZe will lose money without him? You contradicted everything you just stated by saying, hey, we value this relationship with Tifu more than a paycheck, more than the dollar, more than a fan's dollar, more did, than a brand deal. If you did, he would not be, we would not be here. If, if they you, didn't, you had the potential of t working with Tifu to make more money. The same way that Optic and 100 Thieves are probably raking in more money, regardless of the whole Immortals thing that's going on with Optic. With Nadeshot stepping away from Optic, regardless of what where he was at in his career and creating 100 Thieves and now having a rivalry with Optic and people want to see that rivalry because they knew he used to play and he's associated with that owner and it's a friendly rivalry that brings more money in. But instead you got greedy and wanted to keep only the income that was coming in from FaZe and Tifu to yourself instead of being like, oh, let's expand this into more, maybe more. Let's work together. <clears throat> let's have our brands work with whatever brands he has and maybe bring in more money. You cannot tell me that you value the relationship and then sit there and say this isn't about the money, but you keep offering him more money when you know that's not what he <clears throat> wants. How the fuck does that make any sense? It doesn't. Plain and simple. This is a lot, and I'm sorry, Henry. No, I'm I'm not. I just I knew it was coming. 
let's get into. I just want to get in part of the the video that yeah, Phase uh, put out with Seabass and the, uh, part partially of um, the quote from the CEO talking to Keemstar. I'm not. I'm gonna not play the part where the CEO stops. I just want to talk about some of the shit that Seabass mentioned in this yeah, video. Go for it. So I'm gonna play it. Um, if you can't hear it through the mic, I'll actually edit over it so that it plays. But whatever. This is a video that absolutely no one at Face Clan ever wanted to make because it's going to shed some negative light on a guy that we care a lot about, but he's forced this upon us. And let me stop right there. My man already started. Eight seconds in. You got eight seconds, and he just went. Let me stop you there. If you really cared about somebody, you wouldn't be like, "Let me, sh- let me shit on this man." If you really cared about somebody, and you and you don't want to use this whole business stuff, you you wouldn't be in the situation. Plain and simple. Oh, and on top of that, in the Dear Tifu video, Banks also says that <clears throat> Tifu's fucked up because you don't use you don't lawyer up and use tactics against your friends. Banks, you're a business. He's using business tactics against a business he lawyered up because he's going up against a business not his friends some of the shit that was mentioned in the initial statement yeah like the drinking and gambling i don't i personally don't know if tifu wanted it in there well he's he, dropped it he's yeah dropped he said he it. dropped it but i don't know if he <clears throat> initially stated that he wanted it in there yeah i think he took that out because he realized how it could him like it could actually hurt people more than beyond like yeah, going yeah. beyond the business but yes if you going against a business you lawyer up yeah I don't care. If anything, I'm lawyering up because I don't want to ruin my friendship. I want to maintain the friendship and I'm lawyering up so that the friendship doesn't get hurt. Only the not to say the business gets hurt, but I get what I want from the business and not hinder my friendship. Plain and simple. But again, if you guys care so much about him, you would have given him the option to get out of the fucking contract and not keep saying, hey, we value this friendship so much because clearly you don't. Back to the video. This isn't the way we would like to publicly conduct our business. If people want these things to be public, then they will. So, let me stop you right there again. FaZe is the only one coming out in public saying all this. Tifu has said literally two things the initial, hey, I'm suing you guys, and hey, the little two minute video that he dropped. FaZe is the only one who's been following up. And when I say FaZe, I mostly mean Banks, has been tweeting a fucking storm about everything. Faze is the one being public and vocal about it when they, again, you're a business and you can handle it behind the scenes legally. You're the ones putting everything in the public eye. You said you were going to release a contract. You didn't. It got leaked. So now what? You right now on the screen is multiple different versions of contracts that since multiple different contracts. In this video, they do not show, they show two different altercation, or excuse me, two different changes to the contract that we previously show, or that was previously leaked. All they show is that the contract where it states the, the brand splits now go from, instead of being 20-80 to Tifu, it now goes 80-20 to Tifu and 20 to FaZe. The other three images are pictures of an email that says, hey, if this is good, we can proceed. 
and something else random. It doesn't show the contracts that, that it was apparently offered. So you showing me a fucking email of you guys having a conversation doesn't mean that you guys presented him with the contracts that you said. And again, if you did present him with those contracts, we don't know. All we know is what you guys were saying about the splits. We have no idea what these new causes and terms were. They could have been exactly the same. And all you did was alter the, the, the splits. And now he's essentially signing the same contract. So, yeah. You guys kind of fucked up with that video by only showing let's, that. Let's dive back into it. He signed with us when we brought him into FaceClan in April of 2018. Was done under a legal team um, with some slightly different management in the company. When we brought in new management, so the contract. very evidently clear before any concerns were raised on Tifu's side that we didn't like this contract. And we knew how valuable a healthy relationship with Turner would be to us. So we immediately started making strides to come up with a new version to present to Tifu. Do it. Go off. So again, <clears throat> you knowingly knew that you didn't like the contract before Tifu even came to you and said, hey, I don't like this contract. But you still had him sign it. You still brought in a new legal team and didn't dissolve his contract and then see what he wanted. What the fuck, FaZe? Stop trying to play the fucking victim. And this is, again, why I said this might sound biased toward Tifu, but I don't agree with Tifu. What I, to some extent, I wish that the that this would have happened, but it wouldn't. We wouldn't have known about it until after it was settled. Now people don't look at me and be like, "Yeah, but what, again, what he's doing is morally wrong." With some people, it sits morally wrong because they think more of this is a friendship than a business, regardless of whether they're it's friends a or business. not. It's always going to be business first. And stop looking at it like these <clears throat> dudes are only friends. This is also an employer and employee situation. I get that if they had some type of friendship connection, it makes total fucking sense why everyone is so butthurt. It's why everyone is so butthurt. But that's one fucking sided. Tifu signed a contract. He filled the obligation in regards to playing for FaZe and representing them. And the people that are saying, well, yeah, he signed it, so now he has to stick with it. There are such things as contract laws. And if the, the, the contract is not legal or it's one-sided, people can still get out of it. It doesn't matter like if he signed it or not. There's still ways around it. Yeah. So cut that shit out. Stop being on, oh, we're... we're we're phase, we're on the phase side. Like this is fucked up just because you're looking at the friendship and Banks is coming out and saying that, yeah, this is my homie dog. Like we're close, we're friends, we're this and that. You're still a business at the end of the day. You're still an employer at the end of the day. That doesn't change anything. It's even if you want to do something personally, there's still some business relationship in it. Unless you come out straight up and say, yo dog, I'm not doing this from a business standpoint, <clears throat> all business away from this. This is between me, you, like, personal. Like, I don't want business shit to get in the way. Yeah. Unfortunately, that relationship in terms of communication around renegotiation didn't go that well. So we had multiple versions presented to him because it wasn't very clear Allegedly. what his true motive was, right? We didn't know if he wanted more monthly salary. We sent him a deal that was going to pay him 
seven figures a year. We sent him a deal that included absolutely no splits at all. We had no legal right to take anything from him under every single term in this contract. I personally anything think that's a lie. Any, clear, any situation, any format, any media, it was all his. We were going to take zero percent. We've seen a little miscommunication in terms of community understanding about in-game items and what that might mean and what that applied to. Let us be very on the record right now. That has nothing to do with supporter creator codes. Uh, in <laughs> fact, we as a company have never even taken on our own because we prefer to promote the codes of the creators and you know professionals. So in that video, when he states makes that statement, right? He says they don't take nothing from creator codes. That clause is mainly due to CSGO scans because it has the phase logo. Why the fuck would you put a clause for a CSGO Ugh. player in a Fortnite contract? Did you think Epic were going to have skins for FaZe Clan? Like competitive or for any esports org at that point? Is, is that what you thought? But then when you realize, hey, that's not what they're going to do. We got to make money somehow. Creator codes. Phase. Unless you're about to show me some fucking receipts, I'm going out on a whim here and saying that you're taking 50% of the creator code. Bang Tang just getting that tattooed on him for no reason. I don't even think he got it tattooed on him for friendship. I think he is because he knew, yo, if I get this tattooed <clears throat> on my leg and people know that it's tattooed on my leg, it's going to boost up his revenue. People are going to use his code and we collected 50% off of that. But the better point is, why would you put a CSGO clause in a Fortnite yeah. contract? What you should have did was not put it in there at all. And then if that was a thing, come back to him and say, hey, we got an updated contract. Do you want to sign it? And if you don't, you want to be released out of your current contract? And that, and exactly. That's something that could have been a mention that could have been mentioned in re renegotiation. But it doesn't make sense that you would have any type of CSGO clause in something for a Fortnite streamer or player. So again, phase. I'm coming out and saying I think y'all are taking 50% of creator codes. And if you're not, show the fucking receipts. Plain and simple. That we have, so anybody who thinks that has anything to do with dipping into the pockets of supporter creator codes is sorely wrong. I mean, we were. So I'm willing to be sorely wrong. Accomplished together with him in the past year. His first beginnings were some of the greatest products on the internet that, that we've ever created as a company. We've been building eight years towards having a relationship with a talent as gifted as Tifu. We recognized everything he had done for us. None of this was lost. We are all very aware of the impact that having Tifu in FaZe Clan brought us as a brand. It gets tough for us to be able to... All that goes to show is say, hey, we're scared to let him go because if we lose him, we fucking lose out on money. Plain and simple. A healthy relationship with the fans of FaZe Clan because again, that's truly what we care about here is protecting the relationship with our fans because over the course oh. of the That's where I'm going to cut it off. Like, I'm not going to continue. At no point... I just want to say this. Fans are only as good as the money that they spend. This situation... And if... And if Faye Seabaz, you don't know me and I don't know you. But if somehow this blows up and you end up hearing this podcast after like the two to three hours that we've been going on. I don't know if you're reading a, a script 
or if you're just coming from the heart. But we know damn well that this is not about the fans. This situation is about the money, the leverage, and the control. Don't try to throw the fans in there to make it seem like y'all are coming from the victim side and we only want to keep Tifu because we know the fans love him. That means you're trying to keep his fans because they're going to spend money on your brand because he's there. If he leaves, that's Tifu fans money that you're not getting anymore. This ain't about the fucking fans. Cut it out. And again, this whole rant is going to seem Tifu bias, but it's not. It's more about the mistakes that Faze are making as a business than it is about me being biased toward Tifu. Because if, if I personally was in Tifu's position, I would have said, yo, you know what? I don't agree with this contract. But if they offer me a million dollars, let me go ahead and take that for a year, eight months, six months. I'll get out this contract. While I'm here, I'll, I'll plot and plan. And once I'm out, I'll start my own org. Because he could have did that. Yes, I do agree with that. He could have renegotiated and signed and just said, hey, I just want a shorter contract. A year, six months, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Would that contract have still been fucked up? Probably, because if he shortened it, he doesn't want to be there as long. It's possible. Yeah. But it wouldn't have it wouldn't have came out as bad. It wouldn't have looked as negatively if he just shortened his contract. I don't think banks or anyone from FaZe would have been like, oh, why do you want to shorten your contract? You don't want to be around us, blah, blah, blah. No, it's just more, I, I want to explore other options yeah. afterwards. Yeah. So there, and again, I think there are things that Tifu could have done that would have made the situation better. Uh, I, I think him telling his lawyer about the gambling and drinking was just dumb. I think that was a way of trying to, at the time when he, it, it, when it was brought up that it was used as a way to make it seem like there's a bunch of illegal shit going on. I, I think there is illegal shit going on, but just more illegal shit than what we may have seen on the surface. Yeah. Um, but the the biggest takeaway from this whole thing is FaZe is acting as an agency, um, a talent agency, but they're not registered in the state of California, which they operate out of. And that's actually illegal. That, And it states that you cannot act, behave in any manner as a talent agency if you're not registered in the state of California. But FaZe aren't the only ones who are doing that illegally. A lot of esports orgs are. Um, but yeah, I think Tifu could have signed a contract for a shorter term, more money than... <clears throat> Uh, executed his plan later especially and I think Tifu is not aware that esports orgs do not make money I think because him as an individual is making so much money he thinks oh if I start an org and I see the things that FaZe is doing maybe this is a bunch of money but when you have an org you're not making much money you're more building a valuable asset for the future you're not creating uh, I guess liquid revenue is that what it would be yeah um, it's not immediate yeah so, again, for those who are going to say this whole rant is super Tifu bias, I, I understand and see why. Again, I don't think either of them are right. But if I had to side with one or the other, I'm siding with Tifu because I always want to see the players get contracts that show that they are valued and not screwed over and still operate as a business and not a shady business and say, hey, we're coming to collect after you're gone or whatever. But again, 
And, and let's not get that confused. A lot of people, for some reason, kept saying that, oh, they're taking 80% of his overall revenue. That I don't, That's not the case. That's not the case. It was, it was literally only the brand split that was in their favor, that they apparently in the new contract that they showed, uh, a, a small portion of it, they renegotiated that, but that was it. But yeah, that, that that's essentially my phase rant. Like, phase is fucking up. And again... I think the reason this comes off as Tifu bias is because Well, I think it's because also you're you're defending players on a general basis. Well, what I was going to say was because I was going to say it comes off as bias because Tifu has not said much. Yeah. And on top of that, FaZe has said so much. <clears throat> and that really we're only looking at what Tifu is doing as wrong is because people think, "Oh, when you sign a contract, that contract, you're in it forever. You can't get out of it. Not the case. But it, and it's not the case. And I think that's what so many people are like stuck on is that, well, you sign the contract, just stick it out. Yeah. You sign the contract, like you agreed to this. You guys are probably forgetting, again, FaZe probably came to him saying, yo, we're buddies, we're bros, we're family. Like, just sign this contract, we'll work it out later. Yeah. He probably signed and realized, oh, shit, this probably wasn't the best thing for me to do. I should probably get out of it. And now, yeah. not to say now it's too late, but now it looks like, oh, he's the snake. <clears throat> so, I think the biggest takeaway, I'm going to say this for my takeaway on this, in conclusion, family may be first, but that doesn't, but when family's first, that doesn't necessarily mean you're first. You mean for the individual, right? Yeah. Well, I'm saying like, you may say like, it's all about family. It's all about da 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 But if you really care about the family, you do what's right in their interest first before yours. Yeah. And FaZe being a business, I don't think they were looking out for Tifu's best interest. As much as they try to showcase and say that they were, they weren't. Um, but we got to, I, I think that's all that's honestly to be revealed. And I think at this point now, it's just. Yeah. Go to court and see who. Yeah, we'll who give wins. you. We'll give you update as it comes through. I might um, do more. Who knows? There might be information that comes out, and I'm like, "Yo, Tifu, you fucked up." I might still be siding with him, but like, that's fucked up. Yeah. There's more drama shit, but I I don't want to get into the drama shit. Yeah, the, the drama shit doesn't matter to me. It's more about the contract and the, the 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 mannerism and the behavior of the business trying to use it, and everyone within that business trying to use it as a personal attack. Yeah, that's drama, but it's different and it's focused on it. <clears throat> there's there's other drama where people try to throw in his girlfriend and say like, oh, maybe his girlfriend is like, a, was a plant from like Jake Paul or whoever, one of the Paul brothers to like destroy banks and all this other. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about Tifu, esports players contracts being, having their best interests at heart and Esports or still being able to, <clears throat> being able to make money without screwing over their players. Yeah, plain and simple. That's all I want. Yeah. But we've been talking for what about probably two hours. Well, my camera went dead, so we just got the white angle. Yeah, mine is dead too. And again, if the video cut out, I'm sorry. The audio will be up. I'll put it in still. <clears throat> whatever. Do you have any final thoughts or say on the situation or anything that we discussed today or just anything that you want to say to the people before we get out of here? 
No, we're not getting sponsored. <laughs> no. Uh, just as usual, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Um, if you guys want to hear Troy rant more about this, please let us know. I'll let, I'll, I you will know. sit here one day and just let Troy rant for about an hour. I, there's only so I, you don't even got to plug a mic in for me. I'll just sit here and I'll sip soju while he rants. That's because he just wants to get drunk. Nah, <laughs> but there's certain things that I'll, I want to rant about. But that was the biggest one for this week. Uh, I know there's other stuff that came out in the news that is is important, like the Overwatch. I think it was like the Overwatch president or Overwatch League president signing to Epic as Nate Nazir. Nate Nazir signing yeah, down. Like there's that. We'll discuss. We'll discuss more about that next week. And there's some other times we're going to discuss. But we just I had to do a deep dive on this phase thing because one, it was taking. It was literally the talk for the entire week, and it's such a big story, and it means so much that it's just like I could not avoid it. And after diving deep into everything that was being said from like the phase side and looking at the contract, it was just like we there has to be a deep dive on it because everyone's addressing most people. The people who really care about the situation are addressing the contract. The people who aren't attached to the con or excuse me attached to the situation or care about the situation i'm not attached to it but i do care about it are are more talking about like just siding with one or the other i wanted to give more of without regardless of with it saying, sounding biased to phase i wanted to give more of why fate like fate is making this sound more personal than it is when it's literally a business thing um and i just wanted to give insight to that so if you think that i'm being biased toward tifu Again, I completely understand why. But we don't care. Yeah, I don't I don't fucking care. Uh, <clears throat> but I think when it comes to the bot like being biased toward one side, I think there's more reason to be biased toward Tifu outside of you calling him a snake. Um and that he's shady and that he's fucked up because he is doing this to FaZe. If FaZe did the right thing, remember, they would not be in the situation. Boom. Plain and simple. Boom. No one put themselves in the position outside of FaZe and Tifu. And I don't think that Tifu just signed that contract because he was so young, eager, and stupid to be a part of FaZe. I think FaZe had a, was there saying, bro, like, we're going to get you this, this, and this. We're going to create all this stuff for you. And it's going to be fucking lit. And you're going to have the time of your life. And this is why you should sign with us. And it ended up screwing Tifu over to some extent because it's, again, uh, a twenty, a nineteen-year-old, twenty-year-old kid is being told that he can have the world in his fucking hands, and no one's gonna fucking deny that. At that age, without a lawyer and no one in their corner to support them, and you have these people who you think are your friends, and then you realize, oh shit, I was used to bit business advantage. So, with that being said, we're gonna close out here. We've been on. Well, I've been on for about an hour and a half. Oh, is this a Korean song? Cause you'll always be my baby. I was trying to end it on like a happier note, cause well, I'm happy. As as much as I seem like I was pissed, which I was, I'm so happy. Oh my gosh! And guys, if you guys want to hear anything more about mental health awareness and gaming, let me know, cause I will willingly talk about that for hours on end. Yes, if you want to hear Henry rant about it. Or if you know someone who, who's very passionate about that or would like to come like come on and have those conversations. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. Be like, hey, do you, part. Should come, you should have da-da-da on. And we're like, yeah, fuck yeah, we'll have da-da-da on. 
Is there a streamer named Da Da Da? No, no, I was just. That actually would be a sick like player tag. Da Da Da. Yeah. Oh my God, Da 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 just got an ace. You know what I'm saying? He comes in, he's like Da Da Da, and he plays Reaper. And then he plays Reaper. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. These are empty, but guys, thank you for listening. We appreciate and love you. We hope you enjoy this episode. And as always, until G, G good, uh, yeah, yeah, so so just getting to, you know what I just realized? Yeah. I didn't introduce the fucking podcast. I did. Did you say like the episode number? No. Did you even say the title of the podcast? I did. Oh, fuck, I'm drunk. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. It is always a pleasure. We will see you in the next episode. Until good game, do, do us, us part. part. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.